If you want to get more done in less time, the solution is simple. Reduce distractions. I've actually had a reminder of this recently because if you can't tell, we're in a different place right now. We are at Caroline's family's house and I've had to navigate my own sort of ability to be distracted with all these moving pieces going around right now. We're uh, dog sitting and house sitting basically to return the favor because we went to a festival recently and Caroline's mom's helped us with our animals. So we're returning the favor, but my point here is that there are a lot of moving pieces going on and the more distractions that you have, the harder it is to actually move the needle forward. So let's talk about you for a second. All these dreams, wants, amazing ideas that you keep having on a day-to-day -day basis but it's like difficult to actually get started with it or to actually feel like you're making progress with it. There's only so much time in a day, your attention is scarce. And not only that, but you have the demands of other people in your life, like your coworker, your boss, your friends, your partner, etc. All of these people need your attention. So how can you give yourself your own attention without getting distracted by other things, which we will unpack shortly. The worst part of it all, if you're anything like me, is feeling like you're making progress, feeling, but getting to the end of the day and feeling like, damn, I didn't, I didn't do shit with my day. I just put out fires for everybody else. That's the worst feeling that you can have. Honestly, I had that feeling for so long, for years. I felt like, oh, I'm doing so much in a day. I'm hustling and uh, quote unquote hustling, getting all this stuff done when really I was not actually moving the needle forward. And then if you add social media to the equations, like we're keeping up with the Joneses on crack because the unlimited amount of content that you're able to see, you're not only exposed to your neighborhood and you know what Sarah is doing with her lawn, you're literally exposed to the entire world's <laughs> lawns, if you will. So in this podcast today, I want to help you get clear on how to actually make that progress that you're desiring and you know give you a good place to start so that you can actually start designing the lifestyle that you actually want to live today so to get started we have to get clear on where you want to go what does your dream lifestyle look like if that is overwhelming like it was for me ask yourself what sort of lifestyle your 60 year old self is living not necessarily your 80 year old self because We'd like to think that at 60, you're still able to move your body, you're still able to work out, you're still able to do the things that you love without limitations, or at least that's a goal, right? So ask yourself, what does this lifestyle look like? And, you know, what are your hobbies? How are you spending your free time? What sort of work are you doing that's actually fulfilling? Because you want to put yourself in this lifestyle that is exactly how you want it because there's nothing really getting in the way of you getting that exact lifestyle, especially if you're 40 years in advance. If you're only 20 years old, you have 40 years old to, or 40 years to get to this dream lifestyle that you want. So take the initiative now, but you have to figure out what that actually looks like so that you can take steps in that direction. You want to get clear on where you want to go so that you can set the intentions now. When you know where to aim your target, you're more likely to hit the bullseye. So get clear on that lifestyle, everything. Who are you with? What type of partner are you with? 
what are you eating for breakfast? What does your house look like? Do you live in a neighborhood or is it in the country? Do you prioritize, you know, having space, a farm, a ranch or something like that? Or do you want to live in the city? Nothing wrong with either, but ask yourself these questions now so that you know where the hell you're going. And don't wait too long to do this. Take the initiative now, like I said, because there are lots of examples, I'm sure you've seen it in your lifetime, of people who have waited too long to ask themselves these hard questions. So as uncomfortable as it might feel right now, I guarantee you it'll feel more uncomfortable 20 years from now. So take the initiative now, set the intentions, and get clear on your future. Now, the next step, I don't know why I'm using this. This is like clearly my little marker. Marker? Anyways, now the next thing you wanna do is to reflect on your current daily routine. See what is already aligning with that dream lifestyle and see what is not. Because the more that you can see that what isn't aligning with your dream lifestyle, you can raise that awareness and make the adjustments that get you closer to a life that actually excites you. So cut out the bullshit, cut out the video games that aren't fulfilling you, cut out the mindless scrolling that's not filling your cup up and cut out the relationships that aren't adding energy to you. If people are sucking energy out of you, how is that gonna actually <laughs> help you move the needle forward to toward the lifestyle that you wanna live? It starts with all of these things and it, if you're not setting the intentions and if you're not raising the awareness and realizing the impact of every single little decision you're making, then it will be much more difficult for you. Keep in mind that not making a, a decision is still a decision. Reflect on that because that one was a big eye opener for me. Whatever you're avoiding is still a decision. So might as well make the decision to do the thing that is beneficial. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And if you need to create like a, create two columns on a sheet and write all the things that you're doing on one column on the left side and then write your dream lifestyle on the right column. And then just try to align the two things and make it clear what you need to cut out and what you need to add. And just start small. Do little things. Don't make huge major adjustments because that won't last. If you wake up tomorrow and you try to like live this perfect lifestyle that you see yourself living at age 60, you're going to get burnt out. <laughs> you're going to like lose your shit because you're going to find that you just might not be as present because you're so focused on what would I be doing at age 60 again? Yeah, you don't, you don't want that. So <laughs> start small, take baby steps and let them compound over time. Now, also, it is very important to be mindful of your impulses. For example, if you have a glass of wine every night, you're probably more likely to eat that box of chocolates. But if you didn't have that glass of wine, you might have more willpower to say, no, nah, I'm good on the chocolates unless you're better than I am. <laughs> Keep in mind what sort of triggers, what sort of habits trigger other bad habits, because that can sort of take you down a whirlwind or a rabbit hole of uh, things that you're not happy with yourself for doing. But maybe there's some other things. Maybe it's every time I get off work, I want to play video games just to decompress. And then what that does is it sucks all the dopamine out of you so that at the point when you're done playing video games i'm speaking from experience here <laughs> once you're done with the video games you don't have any energy and you're showing up in your relationship just kind of like with no energy you feel dull you feel just like out of it you're like all the energy is sucked out of you and it's all because i used to play video games as soon as i got off work but once i realized that the, you know the the actual 
effect that that was having on me in my relationship. I was like, okay, maybe we should cut back on the video games. <laughs> so whatever that is for you, be mindful of your impulses, what those things are that are helping you escape discomfort, because ultimately we need to become aware of what the long-term effect is in our lifestyle, because we're habitual creatures by nature, but it doesn't mean you can't get become aware of it. As you're going about this process, it is very important to hold yourself accountable. The number one secret to becoming confident and really believing yourself is holding the promises to yourself. Don't let them go. So hold, make a promise to yourself in the beginning that you're going to stick to this. Do your best to stick to it as much as possible. Set yourself up for success. So your environment, for example, is very crucial to your success. If you're constantly going to a bar every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you're most likely going to drink. But if you stay out of the bar, chances are you might not drink unless you just like your glass of wine at home like me. <laughs> so make sure that you're setting yourself up for success. Only you know what that looks like because you know what your daily routine looks like. I don't. I can only speak from my experience. But if you're putting yourself in surroundings or environments that don't necessarily set you up for success, become aware of that and make adjustments. Make small, tiny adjustments over time. If that means telling your friends that you can't go out to the bar that week, then say, hey, look, man, I, I know we normally go out three times, but I can only make it Thursday and Saturday this week. And then slowly cut your way down to just Saturday. And then, you know, if you're not, if you're really loving this new lifestyle, then just cut it out completely. You know, real friends will understand the fake ones won't. I heard this quote the other day that was just so spot on while we're on that note. It said that real friends will talk shit to your face and praise you behind your back. Fake friends will do the opposite. Pfft, that shit is so fire. Shout out to Alex Ramosi for that one. Blew my mind when I read it. I was like, damn, that is so true. So keep in mind that real friends will understand. They may talk shit to your face about you prioritizing your success over the, the friendship or going out, not necessarily the friendship. Then they should understand. Maybe they'll talk shit to your face, but rather than do that than the opposite. And also if you need an accountability partner, that also helps if you can find somebody who's on a similar trajectory as you. By all means, do it. Hop on a phone and tell them, hey, look, these are my goals. This is a system that I really wanna create for myself. This is how I wanna spend my days. And every week I'm gonna check in with you and let you know how I did and which days I sort of fucked up and which days I was successful. And I want you to hold me accountable. It also really helps when you're doing this to add a, add a cost to it. So if I don't do X, then I must do Y. Uh, something I can think about is if I, <clears throat> if I end up going out to the bar three times this week, I have to pay my accountability partner $50 and I do this until, <laughs> you know, I eventually don't have to keep paying $50 because once you have something on the line, once there's a cost attached to your decisions, you're more likely to make an, a difference. Uh, you're more inspired to save your money to actually hold your word, especially when somebody else is involved. So if you need an accountability partner, go for it. Shoot, I'll be your accountability partner. Reach out to me on Instagram. Just let me know what your goals are. And um, I don't know, check in with me weekly and let me know how the goals are going. But most of all, avoid self-sabotage as much as possible because there will be times where you slip up and it's very important that you don't beat yourself up because 
I mean, let's be honest, man. Like, tomorrow is not a promise. The fact that you're alive is a miracle. And you're not perfect. We are all imperfect. And that's what makes us relate to each other. That's what makes us human. So when you slip up, don't beat yourself up. Just get back on your feet. Wipe the dust off your shoulders and get back at it. If you break the promise with yourself, just become mindful of it and let that pain resonate with you because it is going to feel painful when you're on a streak and then you slip up one day. That is going to feel painful, but don't avoid that pain. Don't distract yourself from that pain through social media, through video games, through Netflix, whatever your vice is, because that pain can actually be useful and helping you get back on your feet and motivating you to stay consistent for the next time. I I think that that's something that our generation has the tendency to do. And I don't blame them, but we're just constantly distracting ourselves away from discomfort. And social media is the best way to do that because there's endless distractions to give you that dopamine hit, to make you laugh, to make you excited, to make you connected with with other people. But you're better than that. That's why you're watching this video. (laughs) And last but not least, don't settle. You know, don't settle for mediocrity. Just accept the fact that you're on this growth journey. My biggest awakening in my growth journey was just realizing how important it is to be present. There's so much value in just feeling like this moment is all you need. And the thing about this self-improvement stuff that we hear all the time is that it's constantly go, 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 do this, 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 read this book, take action, build the business, reap the rewards, repeat, repeat, repeat. And it's equally important to stop and smell the roses. As cliche as it is, it's important that you stop and you allow yourself to be still to practice gratitude, to be present. You know, I lived so much of my early 20s just anticipating the next exciting event. My favorite, one of my favorite things to do is to go to music festivals. So I was always like, when is the next music festival? Who's gonna be playing at that? Who's headlining? Who's gonna be there so that I can start, you know, diving into their music? And I was always sort of in this anticipation mode that I was never sort of appreciating the present moment for what it is. I was never happy with just this, like just sitting here and talking to you. This is so fulfilling to me now, but I was always living in this anticipation mode and that can be dangerous. You know, while it is exciting to look forward to a new music festival, and I do think it has its perks, of course, to have something to look forward to. If we're constantly robbing ourselves of the present moment because of that, that's when it gets a little toxic. And the reason for that is, is that all of the magic happens in the present moment. Sure, we want to plan what tomorrow is going to be or look like for our time blocking Google Calendar or whatever. Sure, we want to know what next week looks like. Sure, we want to know what goals we want to hit for this quarter. But if we're constantly looking in the future and living in the future, how will we get any sort of meaningful work done now? That's why it is so important to focus on balance with whatever it is that you're doing. Be mindful of your ability to anticipate the next event because if you're you're constantly going about your life searching for the next dopamine hit, searching for the next reward, the next trophy, you're never going to feel fulfilled and you could die tomorrow. 
and that's how you want to you know spend your last breaths is just knowing that you spent your entire life in anticipation mode i don't think so i don't know maybe you're different but that those are my thoughts on it i don't think that it's healthy and um you know it's great to want to grow yourself but at the same time be thankful for what you have now so don't beat yourself up start small take baby steps stack over time when you feel like the time is right don't add new two habits this week and try to like overwhelm yourself by you know getting this dream lifestyle in place right now take your time take your time and just focus on the next step and if you trip up just get back up hop back on the step that you were on and get to the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and just spend your life this way but as you're going above these steps and ascending amongst the staircase if you will appreciate the seventh step appreciate the eighth step appreciate the ninth step so you can actually remember what it felt like to hit that milestone when you're age 60 so you can look back on your life and think damn i lived my life fully and i accomplished amazing things and i appreciated along the way i didn't take any moment for granted i did feel excitement for that next step but i didn't desire it so much that it robbed me of that present moment because there's so much beauty happening around you that's why i love walks in nature so much is that it reminds you to just stop and just hear the birds walk in the gravel grab a plant and smell it like take a moment for yourself to just be and i promise that if you balance yourself between this growth journey and just being present you will design the lifestyle that you want you will live a fulfilling life and you will no longer live your life in stress anxiety and unfulfillment i hope you enjoyed this podcast good luck cheers and i will see you in the next one bye